Hello everyone, thanks for listening to part 6 of The Prince of Providence. Just a reminder, the previous episodes are available on our website, actualplay.network. Oh, right, okay, we're trying to set up a meeting. Yeah. yeah. And you guys spent a bunch of time last time trying to find Jerry Fiore, but you couldn't find him. You looked in. We looked in the hotel, and you looked in. Um, Flavor Town. Flavor Town. I don't know what Flavor Town is. It's where his brother lives. His brother is Guy Fieri. Yeah, they changed their name when they came over to Ellis Island. The, what? That doesn't make any sense, Andrew. <laughs> but Jerry went back to his roots because he respected his culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The Americanized Fieri, <laughs> supposed yeah. to Fiore. Yeah, Fiori's yeah. like way more. Fieri's kind of like fire. It's kind of like fiery, you know. Uh, Tillingast wants us to set up a meeting. Yes, though. he wants you to set up a meeting. Okay, I'm just not entirely sure what our play is. All right, well that's up to you guys. Yeah. Okay, game master out. Now you're you're driving in a car towards uh, Savecchio's place. It's like 3 a.m. The vampire hour. Vampire hour. <laughs> All right, this is a place. Let's kill Salvecchio like we talked about. So you're at, you pull up to uh, Remocatoria, the uh, restaurant in Federal Hill where Vecchio operates. And uh, you can see that although obviously the restaurant's closed, it's 3 a.m., the, um, there's still people out and about on the streets drinking. There's a uh, light on. You can see in the basement of the restaurant. I can see light coming from the basement. So uh, what's our play here anyway? Uh, Are we going to get this guy to drop whatever he's doing and come to a meeting? You're the negotiator, aren't you? We tell him it's important. We came back. We came back. He sent us out, right? Why wouldn't he want to see us? He should be happy to see us. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's just going to follow us blindly at three in the morning to some weird place. Also, I got a feeling he knows a little bit about what was going on, so he's probably going to be a little suspicious, and he may or may not already have the crown. Nah, don't worry about it. We'll deal with it when we get to it. Get put on jobs with meatheads. <laughs> Grumbles as he walks in the door. All right, what's uh, what's this place looking like on the inside? Um, so what do you you try to go in the front door? It's locked, obviously, because the restaurant's closed. Ah, shit. Hey, how about I, uh, how about I do one of these? Can I break the lock? <laughs> Can I break the lock? Just with yeah, my just front, vampire just strength, the front door just lock. sort of break it. Before we check yeah. the back door, can we smash all the windows? Yes, you can do whatever you want. It's a role-playing game. Remember that car earlier? I would like to set it on fire. What if we set the car on fire and then drive it through the front door? Um, I feel like that plan is missing something. One key element. Dynamite. I don't know where we're going to get dynamite at this hour. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is the dynamite hour. It's true. I got dynamite right here in my hand. I'm holding it. It just happened to show up. <laughs> a dog with a match gave it to me. All right, why don't we check the back door <laughs> before we go breaking yeah, things? That's like a good idea. It's, it's usually a service <laughs> entrance for this sort of thing. Then it's, if it's locked, you can smash. All right. So the back door. So this is like, it's right off the main main uh, road, which is sort of like a Main Street kind of situation. And you get restaurants all up and down and uh, bars and stuff. So uh, it's pretty close to next. So you kind of walk through the. It's like an alley basically between this and the restaurant next to it. 
or the deli next to it, whatever it is. And you go around the corner, and there's a uh, there's a back door, and it's maybe like four or five feet of uh, just like dirt there before the fence starts, and the, there's more buildings back of the restaurant. Uh, you try the back door, and it does open, but then inside there is a uh, locked. Uh, there's two locked doors. One has a glass um like a glass window that you can see through and that leads to the kitchen and the other one you presume was down to the basement. You can see light coming from underneath it and that one's locked. You're gonna knock. Okay. I guess. One with the basement door? Yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah. you knock and you hear some uh, some uh, rustling around from the other side and after a second someone comes to the door and goes, yeah. Hey, we're looking for Silvecchio. What, are you kidding? We're uh, these guys reporting back in. Do I look like a clown to you? Uh, you do look a little pasty. I'll, uh, what did you say your name was? I didn't. Oh, well, let me have it there, funny man. What's your name? My name is Harvey. What's your name? Whoa. My name's Harvey. That's a weird coincidence. Yeah. Look at that. You guys are like soulmates. I don't know what you think you're pulling, pretending your name's Harvey. Wait a minute. You think I'm pretending my name's Harvey? Why would yeah, I pretend something stupid I do. like that? I think you heard me say that. Now you think you're being cute by copying my name because for some reason you don't want to give me your names. Why would I pretend my name's Harvey? I don't know why you pretend your name's Harvey. Maybe you pretend your name's Harvey. I don't know why you wouldn't just tell me your name to begin with. Uh, you said your name first. My name's Harvey. Listen, you piece of shit. How about you leave before I shoot you? All right, calm down, Abbott and Costello. His name is Harvey. Okay, uh, my name's Jake, and that's uh, Ronnie. Jake, Ronnie, and Harvey. Let me go see if anyone's around to talk to you. I'm going to assume there is, otherwise you wouldn't have to check. I think you would know if you were sitting down there by yourself. Uh, and no one answers you, because he's already gone. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ronnie, something don't feel right. Get your smashing fist ready. I'm already thinking of smashing scenarios in my head right now, kid. Like, you can't stop me from being ready to smash. And the uh, door opens, and there's a... Uh... An older man with a uh, stained tan polo shirt, uh, lots of chest hair, bald, uh, sort of overweight with lots of like folds and flaps coming down, and he's pulling Gross. an uh, pulling a uh, he's got sweatpants and he's pulling an oxygen tank, and you can see he's got a gun tucked into the front of his sweatpants, and he uh, you recognize him as uh, Frankie, who's uh, one of the oldest uh, made men kicking around and one of the highest up guys. In this immediate area, it says, can I help you, boys? Yeah, we're looking for Sal here, around. He wants to know if, uh, once when you guys came back, he wanted to know if you had, uh, found what was going on with his guys. Uh, we may or may not have figured out a thing or two. And, uh, but considering the hush hush nature of our original meeting, I feel like it would be best if we reported directly to him. <clears throat> Frankie takes a drag of his oxygen mask. And then puts it back down and says, listen, kid, you're not going to find anyone higher up than me to talk to, okay? What about Why Sal? Why don't you come back here with me? I'll have a seat. And you can tell me all about your day. All right. I heard something went down at the hotel at the Biltmore. Jerry's in the hospital. That's a shame. You going to let us in? Yeah, come on in. Boys, ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. And he uh, leads you down. I'll go in first, I guess. And, uh... You come down to the basement, and it's the, the there's just a couple flickering uh, ceiling lights hanging from strands with a green green glass, uh, so that's pretty dim in there. And there's a card table, 
where it uh, looks like Frankie was playing some kind of uh, one-man card game, perhaps a solitaire. And uh, there's a couple guys sitting in chairs in the corners, rifles leaned up against the wall, and then a uh, another guy sitting at a uh, like an improvised uh, table, which is just a couple crates, and he's eating a, uh, some kind of disgusting sandwich. Ronnie Briggs is going to look at the guy, and he's going to say, well, that looks mighty tasty. Yeah, you want some? It's herring. Herring and mayo. Want a bite? I wasn't talking about the sandwich. You talking? You talking then, about my balls? Uh, he he eats him. <laughs> he eats him. Eat my balls. <laughs> How many dudes are in this room? Just the three. Three plus Frankie. Well, we don't have to fight them <laughs> yet. <laughs> so All right. He says, yeah, fine. That's a tasty looking sandwich. And the guy says, yup, it is. And then he says, mm-hmm, <laughs> I guess. Frankie dishes the table. Have a seat. Have a seat, guys. Come on. Uh, who are the, uh, who's the peanut gallery over oh, here? These are my friends. It's my closest friends. Have a seat. Just tell me about your day. Is that it? I'm going to tell you about my night. And then he turns into <laughs> a vampire and then he bites the No, no, you're confused. He's already a vampire. All right. All right. Where's, uh, where's Salvecchio? Sal's not here. Actually, he's probably in bed because you know it's three o'clock in the morning. If you guys oh, want to yeah, come back, in the, where is he? If you guys want to come back in the morning, we can talk to him then. I think I want to see him right now. Well, he's yeah, in... This is kind of pressing. Well, how about this then? If you can't, if you, if you, if you, if you got something weighing on your minds and you need to unburden yourselves, just tell me about what happened last night. Okay. What happened at the hotel? We were doing a job for Sal, and things got a little. I am, I am to you. Out listen, of hand. Listen to you, me, my friend Jake. My friend Jake, listen to me. I am God to you, and you will tell me what I want to know, buddy. I ain't religious. Oh boy. <laughs> he looks. He just looks kind of sad and shakes his head. So we want to see Salvecchio and. You don't want to let us see Salvecchio is, is the thing. So it appears we're at an impasse. Well, it does appear so. Do we know where Salvecchio lives? Uh, you do not particularly. You know he lives somewhere in the city. Mm-hmm. But that's not um, particularly helpful. Would we be able to trail his scent? Probably not. You're not the right kind of vampire, I don't think. Yeah, it's more of a gang rule thing, I think. Gang of thing, yeah. And probably too big of a distance, too. I would say if you probably like had some of his blood or something, and he was real close, you might be able to tell where he was. But since you don't have really any clue other than like he's in the you know the next the, the twenty square miles surrounding you, then that's not good enough, probably. So, Frankie, you want to let us know why you're jamming us up here? Well, it's pretty simple, Jake. Uh, the old man told me to find out what, what happened with you guys. Why there was a shoot 'em up with cops dead at the Biltmore. Why instead of bringing uh, Mr. Fiore to him, you absconded with a state police detective and uh, one of his top guys, who was later found tortured and brought to the hospital. Well, well, we we didn't do nothing to Fio- Fieri, Fiore, whatever. What the fuck happened to all his fingers? That That's a good question. I'd also question. like to know what happened to all his fingers. It looks like you let rats gnaw them off. I mean, hey, if rats did anything, we didn't let them. Yeah, plus, that's not my... This is the first time I'm actually that's hearing this. my style's way too slow. Way too indirect. I told you what, what went down. Some uh, 
crooked cops intervened and things went sideways. That's it. So why not come back here to the tell the old man about it? Because when things did go sideways, that kind of gave us an opportunity to get to the bottom of the mystery that he had put us on. And one lead led to another. And now here we See, are. If you had just told me that to begin with, Jake, I might be more inclined to believe you. You know, not for nothing, I don't got a lot of trust swimming around these days, okay? So why don't you make some kind of roll to see if he believes you or not? I mean, that is true. Is, I know it's true, but he doesn't believe you. <laughs> okay. Here's, here's so what am I rolling? You acted real suspicious when you came in, and you've been acting real suspicious. I wasn't in character. No, even, even so, I think I think you acted in character. I think it, it, was, it made him suspicious, <laughs> and he was already kind of suspicious. I think it would already be a bit of a stretch, because I think... Their assumption would be that you were probably out for yourself. Okay. I mean, they're not wrong, I guess. Uh, I only got one success. <laughs> okay, one success will be enough, though. Why don't you tell me what you found out, then, from Fiore or from uh, Detective Lancini or from whatever whatever happened? Because I, I got to tell you, to, from my, from where I'm sitting, Jake, you, you three have really fucked this up bad. Okay? This is supposed to be a quiet investigation. You've turned it into a bloodbath. I mean, it was kind of a bloodbath to begin with. Yeah, but you know what? There weren't cops involved. You get what you hire. You sure do. You sure do, Harvey. What we found out concerns Salvecchio and only Salvecchio. I thought I made that pretty clear. You take an interesting tone with me, my friend. That's not, that's not how... Well, we ain't got a lot of time, and you're just dragging us okay. in circles. Come back tomorrow morning and talk to Mr. Old, the old man. I'll have him prepared with all the information you gave me. I mean, we could always just find him ourselves. Is that a threat? Unless anyone else has another way to talk us out of this. I hope you guys are ready to throw down. Listen, buddy, I want to level with you real quick. Our information is time sensitive. In the morning, we don't know what's going to happen. You got that? I don't think Salvecchio would like waiting. And no one let him know what he needed slipped through his fingers. You well, let me call the old man and see what he has to say. He goes to the phone and dials it up. What? <laughs> Boss? Yeah. Sorry to wake you. I love those guys. I've got the uh, three uh, three stooges here. And they... Uh, <laughs> they... Uh, to be honest, they look a little under the weather. They're real pale. Yeah. Well, whatever's going on, they won't talk to me about it. They say it's only for you. Oh. Okay. Jake. Oh boy. Sal wants to talk to you. Only him? This thing got speakerphone. He asked for Jake. No, it does not have speakerphone. What are you? What are we? Star Trek? Yeah, I take the phone. Hey, boss. Jake. You know why I put you with uh, Harvey and uh, Ronnie? I really can't say that I do. Because you were supposed to keep them in line. Because the one thing I thought I knew about you, Jake was that you would do anything to save your own skin. My skin's still here, and in impeccable condition, might I add. You do know you fucked up pretty bad, Jack, don't you? Look, things escalated quickly. It was kind of out of our hands. What happened to Fiore? Uh, some crooked cops busted into his place while we were talking to him and started giving him the beat down, so we intervened. Crooked cops don't do that to his hands, my friend. The hands, we don't know nothing about that. That's news to us. And what happened to uh, Detective Lancini's balls? 
You're going to have to talk to Javi about that one. <laughs> it sounds to me like you guys, you understand why it's hard for me to believe, don't you, Jake? It sounds like yeah, to me it's like all you dragged, pretty unbelievable. You dragged these, these, you come these poor men to your torture party, which was precisely the kind of thing you were supposed to prevent Harvey from doing. Look, was, this is the first time I've ever worked with a guy. I didn't know how quick he was going to go from zero to 100, all right? I figured maybe he'd do a little bit of light torture, you know, ramp it up slowly, but nope. Straight to the top he goes. So uh, Frankie says there's something time-sensitive you got to tell me. Yeah, there is something time-sensitive that we got to tell you. Here Considering I am. the room at the moment has a lot of other ears that do not belong to you. All right, put Frankie on the phone. All right, I, had, I motioned back to Frankie. Frankie grabs the phone, listens for a second, gestures, and everyone leaves, handing you back the phone. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, not Frankie, too? He's going to... Frankie's gone, too. Hang around? Oh, he is? Yeah, he hit you to the phone and left. Oh, okay. Uh... So, Jake? <laughs> Uh-oh. Who's been killing the guys? I prepared for this. Uh, so, it's all very complicated but we found the guy who claims that he's got all the information that we need but he'll only give it to you you don't it's not like a, oh you gotta come alone sort of situation but he wants to meet who is this guy jake guy i can't i can never get his name right he's he said it a lot but <laughs> it was really confusing uh something with a t some rich old guy or something seemed like he had a lot of money maybe some power some influence i don't know never heard of was him. it tillinghast jake uh could have been i don't know like i said it was some kind of out there name uh-huh he's quiet for a long time does he want me to meet him at his house no he, he just wants to set up a meeting i suppose it doesn't didn't really specify a location there is a uh club in the jewelry district it's in an old mill. It's called Nocturnal. It's not my kind of place, but I believe some of uh, Mr. Tillinghast's children like to hang out there. Hey, so uh, quick question. Yeah. Who's this Tillinghast guy? He's old money, Jake. Uh, Tillinghast's family's been sticking their nose into things for a long time. Yeah, but you, I'm just detecting a little bit of extra something when you talk about this guy. We've met before. So what's his deal? Is this guy bad well, news or something? Let me ask you a question, Jake. Shoot. Did he take you to his place? Yeah. It was nice. You thought it was nice, huh? Yeah, it was pretty nice. When, what the, did you go there during the day? Well, no. It was still tonight. It was only a couple hours ago. Been investigating. What do you want? Do me a favor, Jake. Why don't you sit down, have a meal with Frankie, have some of that chicken palm. Well, we got to go set up the meeting. Well, you do and you don't, Jake. You do and you don't. I'm not sure I follow. Well, he just said you looked a little under the weather, so I'd really appreciate it if you had a little snack. I see. I understand. Hey, uh, one more little piece of information I think might be pertinent to the case, if I may ask. Sure. Close to tracking something down? You ever heard of a crown? Can't say that I have, Jake. You know what a crown is? Can't say that I have. 
You mean like what the queen wears? Nah, like a, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Maybe it is, but you know, some sort of crown. All right, you know, Selvecchio, this is pointless. All right, Jake hangs up. <laughs> okay, he knows, boys. Knows what you're talking an awful lot. He knows that we're vampires. Ah, uh, and then uh, I'm gonna shoot the dude, Frankie. I'm gonna just shoot. Well, him. No, it's in the room. Apparently, have to do it the second. They're not in the room. <laughs> yeah, no, it's in the room. You can go track him down and shoot him. Oh, I thought. Oh, I thought he heard you say that. So I was just going to shoot him in the face. All right. Where, what room are they in? Well, hold on. I think I'm just, I think we got one thing to establish here first. We all want to be on Tillinghast side. I don't care. Walt effect in here. I'm not really on anyone's side. But also, if I'm going to pick a side, it's going to be on the side with a vampire. Yeah. I mean. Like a big, strong, scary no vampire. So Vicky in a vampire. Not this fucking joke. That's true. We could be a vampire. I'm not worried about him. So, uh, let's go tell Mr. T to get geared up for combat, I guess. Because I bet this is going to be some kind of showdown or something. Uh, one you can leave. I hope nobody's trashing my car. Yeah, you should go check. Let's go check. And then, uh, I'm going to head outside. No, no one's trashing your car. Is anybody trashing my car? I'm trashing his car. I thought it'd be. F- I, ah, I, mean, I can't, can't use this stuff anymore. I figure I'd get something out of it. My beautiful car is forever ruined. You melt the paint I gave right a off of it. Stripe out of mustard. I thought you'd appreciate it. I don't. It's a car, not a not a tasty, delicious dog. <laughs> All right, so Frankie steps out. You hear him coming. <laughs> yeah, I figure we do with this oxygen mask. He's not very stealthy. So he steps out into the room, holding his, his uh, revolver pointed at you guys. We got the word. You have to come with... Uh, I want to use quick draw. What does that do? Every year, defense is available. You can draw a weapon that falls under a chosen weaponry or firearm specialty as a reflexive action. Okay, so that's, you're drawing as a reflexive accent? Mm-hmm. Are you firing as reflexive action? Drawing. Okay. Drawing. Okay. And, um... Your gun comes out, and it comes out real fast. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, we got a couple of John Waynes over here? What are we doing? Can I pull the trigger now? Like, kill him? If you want. Blast him in the face? Yeah, I guess. I know you just want to... You're going to blast him in the face. Take him down. He doesn't even see it coming. Hey everyone, it's Matt, and thanks so much for listening to the 26th episode of the Actual Play Network podcast. This was part 6 of our Mafia slash Vampire game, Prince of Providence. We played the first part, Pre-Vampire Transformation, using the Fate Accelerated rules, and we are now using the Vampire the Requiem rule set. If that doesn't make sense to you, check out the website actualplay.network for previous episodes of the series and more info. Our cast was myself as Game Master, Andrew as Harvey, Chris as Jake, and Gino as Ronnie. There are probably three or four more parts to this series. Up next, City of Mist. If you like the show, tell a friend or review us on your podcast service of choice. You can find our Twitter screen names on the website actualplay.network. That is the best way to get to contact with us. 
Gino does title card illustrations for our site. If you dig his art, he also has a long-running webcomic up at pizzapranks.com and a Patreon for his art at patreon.com slash kiwimonster. The link to this will be in the show notes. Music this week is by Barbara Browning and Attic Soul. You can also find the links to the music in the show notes. You can leave us a voicemail at 508-817-3408. Andrew and I have another podcast, a monthly show called the GoldenAgeHorror.com podcast, which is an exciting look at horror movies from before 1979. I have the audio for this podcast in the bank for Eyes Without a Face. Um, It will be coming very soon. Uh, Previous episode was Current Echo. If you have an idea for a website, I can help you with that. Visit Whaling City Web for more information. I just freshened up the actual play.network website, actually, if you need another reason to check out that website. So thank you very much for listening this week, and I'll talk to you again very soon. But why should you be blue?